Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are going to talk about one of my hmm, my favorite topics and one of my signature topics that I talk about a lot, but I don't know if I've done it a lot in this podcast. So I will do my best to do it justice and hopefully cover what you need to take away. So today we're going to talk about boundaries. Oh, boundaries. It's such a big, big word. It really is. So before I even get started, I really want you to just think about what word just landed for you when I said the word boundaries. Like what landed? Was it that's selfish? That's for other people. That's not for me. That's nothing I can do. That's only for her. Um, I'm a mom. I can't. I have a job. I can't. So if you've, if you found yourself with any of those words or whatever other words, just, just honor it, what it is, write it down. Don't judge it and stop and think, or just keep that word in your head because we're going to work our way through boundaries today. And I really want, this is a really important episode because this is something that we are challenged with on a regular basis. And it's not something I would say that is universally accepted to have boundaries, to follow through with boundaries. It's not universally accepted. It's not something that everybody is supportive of. And it's when we get to a space of having our own boundaries, we start to disrupt a norm. So when I see how much of the norm is disruptive, it reminds me that boundaries are not universally accepted. So today we're going to talk about identifying where you might need a boundary, what your values are, because it's incredibly important. They help to shape your boundaries and calling out that one area of your life that really you can start with. So please, let me just give you an example. If you are really struggling with a family member and it is really, really, really difficult, maybe don't start your boundaries there. Start your boundaries on something very simple that you can put into place, make work, practice, do and then move on to the next and move on to the next. Boundaries took me a long time to learn, a long time to learn, but there's a line that when you cross it, there's going to be a part of you that is going to say, how in the world did I do this before without boundaries? Like, what was I thinking not having them? I promise you. So it is a lifesaver. So I want you to start with asking yourself, have you ever found yourself saying, they always make me feel X, Y, and Z. They always make me feel less than. They always make me feel less worthy. They always make me feel like I'm not good enough. Or when I'm around them, they expect so much from me. It's not even possible. Or when I'm around them, 
they suck my energy dry. I don't know how to respond. It always ends in a fight. I can't figure out what to do next to convince them that it doesn't need to be this way. I'm trying to fix, change, manage, control someone else, and it's not working, which is not going to work. But if you find yourself with any of those sentences that resonate, then that you're missing boundaries. You have some issues with boundaries. And what I want you to know is that how you're going to figure this out, whenever you are feeling that stress and anxiety, this came from Lori Harder. I heard it years ago. I loved it. Whenever you're feeling that stress and anxiety is where you're lacking a boundary. So when you feel that repeated stress or anxiety, or you see that name pop up in your calendar or on your phone and they're phoning and your first reaction is like, oh God, like it's just, I don't have the energy for that today. You're probably missing a boundary. It's really, really interesting because this is a journal of self-reflection because I say this with the most amount of love. No one is going to come in and fix your life for you. No one is going to come in and fix your boundaries for you. No one is going to come in, wait, wave the magic wand and say it's all done because it just doesn't work that way. These are your boundaries. You are the only one who can implement them. Plain, simple, done, honestly. So if you want to create the change, you have to commit to doing the work because you are the only person who can do this. Hope that landed. So again, going back to our boundaries and thinking of what landed, what words spoke to you, what what message did you hear in your head when I said the word boundaries? So wherever you don't have those boundaries is a light bulb for you of where you need them. You might not have them anywhere in your life. Um, And that's fine because I didn't either. I didn't either for a very, very long time. So our boundaries, I want you to think of it this way. It is how we teach others to treat us. So that is that boundaries are literally the highest, highest form of self-respect. They're they're all about you. They're completely about you. What you need to be the best version of yourself in the world. And you're the only one who can decide that. So we teach people how to treat us. It's not selfish. It's not here at all. You know where you need them because you, st- you learn from the areas of your life that you don't have them. And that becomes the idea of, okay, where do I start? So how do we figure out where I can start with boundaries? This is my perception, not a scientist, not a psychologist. This is what I've learned. So boundaries come from your values and your values. This, I did a workshop like, oh my gosh, 10 or 11 years ago on personal values and core values and understanding what those core values were. It took me a long time, like it's three day workshop. Okay. So you're not going to get this on the first minute that you start, but what you want to do is you want to print out like a sheet of paper from Pinterest where they've got, you know, just type in core values. You'll come up with a hundred or 200 words. And what you want to do is you want to start to just don't think it, don't judge it, don't stop, don't hesitate. Just go through and circle, 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 circle everything that speaks to you, circle every word that means something to you and don't overthink it. First time through, you might have 30, 40 words. And then I want you to go through it again and ask yourself, like, is this me? Is this what I'm known for? Is this who I am? Is this important to me? Like really important to me. Not, listen carefully, not 
oh, I think this should be important to me, not that. <laughs> or, ooh, in the eyes of someone else, this should be important to me. No one's going to look at your sheet. No one cares. It's all about you. So take your time to go through it and ask yourself, like paring it down, paring it down, paring it down, walk away from it, come back to it, walk away, come back to it. Your friends, your close friends who you trust, if they looked at the number of names that you pared down, they would say, absolutely, this is you. So it needs to be you to the core. And if you don't know who you are to the core, or you really haven't had that in-depth looking inward at yourself, this might be a really difficult practice, but I encourage you to do it because it really will help you put those boundaries in place and everyone needs boundaries, everyone. So as you work down through that list, you want to get to the space where you have five, seven words. And as you go through that and you get to those five, seven words, they become your basis for making literally any decision in your life. They become the starting point or the light bulb moment of, is this a yes or a no? And looking at the, the core values that are there. So I did this and many, many years ago, I was in a um, brick and mortar business that I owned and I, I knew I needed to leave. And it wasn't that it was about anyone else. It was all about me. It was totally about me. And this is ownership, right? This is where ownership comes into play. So you've heard this podcast enough. You know, we do not blame others for where our life is at because as soon as we blame, we are not taking ownership. Blame and ownership live on opposite ends of the spectrum. If you want to create change in your life, it will never, ever, ever, ever come from blame. It means that you are waiting for someone else to change their behavior before your life will change. It just doesn't happen that way. So it's not about blame. This is all, all about ownership. So as you start to pare down those values, you start to really get a glimpse of what those words are. So for me, I was in a very, I was not in a healthy space. I was not in a happy space and I knew I needed to create change. I didn't know what that change was. I didn't have a plan at all. And if you know me, you know, that's not the first time in my life this has happened. I've done this many times where I just ignore the signals, the lessons, the words coming from my soul that says you need to change and you don't. And then all of a sudden life hits a brick wall and it's like, okay, I'm out. So this is what happened. I was in this space. I knew I needed to leave. I didn't know how to, I didn't even understand what was wrong and why I was having such a difficult time until my brain took me back to my core values. And my core values were health, relationships, fun, fulfillment, integrity, and commitment. So all of those things. So health, relationships, fun, fulfillment, integrity, and committed commitment. So when I looked at it, I realized that not only did my life at that time not match anything that was on my core values, I knew then something had to change. So my current state of where I was at was affected or affecting, whichever way you want to call it, by my health was poor, my relationships were suffering, I was definitely not having fun, there was no fulfillment, I was completely out of integrity, and my commitment wasn't there. So no wonder I was feeling this massive anxiety that I had to create change. And then all of a sudden I went change, I'd make a decision, and five other doors open up, and now all of a sudden I find myself in a completely different scenario less than you know two weeks later. So life can change really fast when we make that decision, but our list of values becomes a way for us to say, 
this is what my life is based on. This is who I am. This is who I am to the core. This is who I cross the bridge for. This is who I climb the rope for. This is what I do. This is what I'm known for. That's what has to be in that list. And then all of a sudden it becomes who, like how I make my decisions. So now when I'm asked for different opportunities, there are times that an an incredible opportunity comes up. It might be at the wrong point in my life. It might be at a point where I am, it's just not a yes, because I don't physically have the ability to take it on. So what I do is a lot of times I stop and I look at it and I'm like, can I, does this work? And I go through my list of words and it's like, no, it doesn't. It actually doesn't right now. And that's okay. So it becomes my basis for making a decision. And I go back to, we always know the answer. We think that we don't, but we do. We know the answer and we have a hard time saying yes or no, because we're afraid of disappointing someone else, but then we end up disappointing ourselves. That's for another podcast. So now that we're clear on our values, what happens is this creates our boundaries. This helps to create our boundaries and what is important to us. So our boundaries can be about anything. They can be about anything. It can be about um, friends, family, relationships, food, sleep, health, fitness, um, what we consume, TV, um, oh my gosh, people in our life family that we're around, um, circumstances, work, job, like you name it, you can have boundaries about anything, but I want you to go back, keep going back to what your values are and give yourself time to work through that. So no pressure there. So once you have cleared what those values are, now we start to create what your boundaries are. And I can probably hear you already saying, oh my God, great. Now I have to do all this work. Now I have to, you know, I have to expect more of myself. I have to do more. I have to be more. This is harder. No, no. This is the work that's required in order to get to this space so that it is easier for you. That's what we are shooting for. It might be a little bit hard in the beginning, might be some tough conversations, but this is about you making your life as best as possible to allow you to show up as the best version of you. That's literally what we're doing. So now that you've got those values, we're going to, we're getting in place to figure out how those boundaries are going to work because you're going to have to put some boundaries in place with your calendar, with the people around you, with the, with your situations, whatever that is. I want you to think of boundaries as it's not a line in the sand. It's not this like hard line that's in the sand because there are times where you're going to have to be in situations with people that you maybe don't want to. And there are times where you have to be in circumstances or you have a job or a boss that's really not in your best, highest interest, but this is where you are right now. It doesn't mean you're there forever. So it's not a line in the sand. Okay. I don't want you to think that it's more like a bubble. It's more like a bridge. It's there's movement that's involved and there's things that are coming at you at all times. You decide how you react, how you respond, and what you do with it. So there are times where I feel like pretty strong, confident, and I'm like, okay, it's good. You know, I'm going to roll with it. It's all right. It's not ideal, but I'll roll with it, and it's fine. Or there's times where it's like, hey, my tank is empty. I have nothing. I am definitely not going to do that right now because that's going to crush me. So it's knowing where you are at those times and your self-care is an incredibly, incredibly one of the biggest things that's so important for you and your business and your life. We spent an entire module on it on the Radical Responsibility Mastermind because I believe it is like, it's the missing link for a lot of people. How we take care of ourselves is how we show up in the world. 
Boundaries are a huge part of this. So as we have identified our values, we're starting to look at where do we need boundaries? We know where we're missing. We're picking one area that we're going to focus on. Next, I don't want you to focus on raising your expectations. If I'm going to go back to an episode that I had, I will link it in the show notes. You are not here to raise your expectations because expectations are completely about living in the future. You can't predict them and you have no control. So you're not raising your expectations of yourself. You are raising your standards. Your standards is about living in the present. It is what is in your control. That is actually where you find freedom is by controlling the now, not controlling the future, which you couldn't do anyways if you tried. So it's controlling the now. So raising your standards means... What do you need to be the best version of yourself? How much sleep do you need? What routines do you have to have in place? How much fitness do you need? What's your nutrition look like? What is your, what are the people you surround yourself with? Raising your standards is everything. So every time you catch yourself with the word expectations, I need you to like literally exit out, like say, no, no, not even using that word because it won't serve you. So you don't even need the word. So drop it, let it go. We are going to raise your standards for how you are going to show up in your life. And that is what will change this. So what I want you to do next is think about, all right, boundaries. So let's just say for easy sake, we're going to use the example of sleep or exercise in your life. And how am I going to fit that in? I want to get healthier and I know I need to make my sleep more of a priority. It's kind of two boundaries, but so you get the picture. So what I want you to do is write out, I would write out and say, I know that sleep is important for me to function, to be the best version of myself. I need seven hours of sleep every night. I have an internal alarm clock that wakes me up typically at five or five 30 every day. So if I want seven hours of sleep, I need to be in bed by 10. If I need to be in bed by 10, then I need to start getting ready at nine and I need to unwind and I need to read and I need to turn off my phone and I need to put those things in place. I need to eat earlier. I need, so you see how the whole day starts to back up. I exercise because it actually does help me with my sleep. So those are some of the things that you start to back up and you go, okay, if all of that's going to happen, I need some boundaries in place in order for that to happen. So my phone goes off automatically. My book is there. I have a nighttime routine that I do. Um, my husband and I are completely opposite. I am not a night hawk. Trust me, ask him. <laughs> I can't tell you how many movies I've slept through, but he's not a morning person. So we have learned to make it work, but there are certain boundaries. I'm not going to force him to be like I am and he's not going to force me to be like he is. That doesn't work. So boundaries are what goes into place in order for me, again, to be that best version of myself. So I'm going to write it out. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to look at where are the areas that it's not working? How can I create a change? And what do I have to do? Sometimes the changes are super small. Then I want you to write about thinking, what will it feel like to create that change? How do I feel when I wake up feeling rested every day? How do I feel when I feel I have energy and don't crash during the day? How do I feel when I'm in a calm sense of space? And when I'm rested, my nutrition is so much more on point. You ever had those days where you just don't sleep? How's your cravings the next day, right? Like we end up craving all kinds of things. And it's usually because we are so depleted in our sleep. So starting to back that up and look at how can I make that work? Then what would it feel like if I had that boundary in place? And then rewriting it to be in a 
state as if it is done, like as, as if it is done. I am so grateful for have, being well-rested, for making my sleep, sleep a priority, for taking care of myself, whatever that is. You change your thought process and you put the practice in place. So let's give an example of something that's more challenging. Say it is Christmas dinner. It's family Christmas dinner and you're getting together with family that you see once a year and your brain starts to replay. Here we go, because this is where things don't go right. This is, I'm not speaking from, I'm speaking from, this is like one of the number one things that people ask me about boundaries is Christmas dinner. And so what I want you to do is go through that process and think about like, does that bring up something for you with Christmas dinner? So say if you have to spend time with family or a work situation where it's just not somebody's ideal for you and it's not where you want to spend your time, yet you are, you're going to be there. You're going to be in that situation, right? We don't live in a bubble. We can't be in perfect situations all the time, but we are also in charge of the energy that we bring into the equation, right? We are responsible. We, we, we are in charge of that energy that we bring in. Here's two things regarding energy that is really important. We can choose to react to everything that happens to us. And when we live in reactivity, reaction mode, what happens is, is that we deplete our own energy. We do it to ourselves. When we react to everyone around us, we react to our situations. We are like literally throwing energy everywhere. It's like having fires all around us. And instead of throwing sand on them, we're throwing gas. And we're just like, boom, 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 boom. We are creating these scenarios where it's just this rampant state of energy that is wasted and it's killing us. I'm sure you can relate to that. So we choose how we react. Um, and well, first off, if we live in a state of reaction, we are always reacting to everything around us. If we live in a state of intention, we choose how we go into a situation. Those are completely different energies. So with intention, we choose how we go into the situation. What's it going to look like? What am I going to say? When aunt Susie says, sorry, Susie, aunt Susie says X, Y, and Z, or she makes the comments about this, or she does this, how am I going to respond? ignoring it might seem like, great, I am letting them act that way. You're not, you're choosing to save your energy. Like you are choosing to save your energy. This example happens a lot online. I have done, as I've done many vulnerable posts over the years, I have been in a space, especially recently, there's a couple that I've put out where I've gotten some comments that really aren't kind and it happens or it comes into my DMs, but I've seen it posted on my wall. And when it happens, sometimes I have friends who will jump all over it. And then sometimes I have friends who send me messages and say, oh my gosh, did you see this? What are you going to do? You know what? I don't choose to feed that energy. That's my intention. My intention is to focus on everyone else, on people who are showing up, people who are making a difference, who are making an impact. That's where I choose to put it. That's a personal boundary that I've done with myself. I don't choose to feed that energy. I choose to feed the energy that I want to be a part of. That's the difference of living with intention versus reaction. Now, reaction-wise, we can choose how we react to everything that happens around us. That's on us. We always get to choose, right? Always, always get to choose. But put yourself in a situation that you're going to be successful with your choice. Okay, back to boundaries. So Christmas dinner. 
we are there. We've got to go in. We're around people. It's like, oh, I don't want to be here because I just feel X, Y, and Z about myself. I feel like I'm not this. I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever. You have to choose how you react. So when you're in those situations, the boundary means that don't take things so personally when somebody says something. And yes, they are be sometimes people can be very, very, very critical. The more critical a person is, the more challenging, rude, obnoxious, arrogant, difficult a person can be with their words. You have to come to a space of recognizing that they are the one that are suffering. They're the one that's suffering. You don't have to choose to suffer. They are suffering because of the state that they are in, the state that they are putting themselves in. They are projecting everything onto you. You have your boundary in place. You decide how much you let that come in, penetrate, and be part of your DNA. Sometimes you just have to look at it and go, thank you for your opinion. Or, okay. Okay is one of my words. It drives people crazy when they are in a space where they're angry or frustrated. And my words will be, okay. Because it's not a word that elicits a lot of confrontation and argument. It's just a phrase as if, okay, I, that's it. I understand. It doesn't mean I change who I am. It means that I am in a space of not letting that dictate who I choose to be and how I show up. So you'll get to a space of recognizing that people who react to you in the most painful ways, they are the ones that are struggling the most. And so don't throw gas on it. You don't have to participate in every single argument that you are invited into. You don't have to be a part of that energy. That's a choice. So remind yourself that that's a choice. You don't need to. And that's where your boundaries come into place. Your boundaries are there to protect your energy, not stop it, to protect it, to conserve it for things that are important, for things that are matter, for things that you are called here to do. You're not called here to be in every single argument than where somebody, somebody crosses your path. That's a waste of energy and that doesn't change anything. So be, use your energy wisely and use it in a space where you are called to make an impact, to make a change, to be part of a ripple effect, to do good in this world, to help others, to make a difference, to share your story, to be that light for others. Those are the things that are super important as you go through this. Honestly, as you go through life, Learning that your boundaries is your, it's your highest form of self-respect. It is the way that you treat yourself to be the best version of you, the best version that you can be in this world. And the world needs you. Like it really, really, truly needs you. So I beg you to put this into place. Practice. I don't beg you, but you know what I mean? I really encourage you to put this to good use and Pick one area of your life that is really doable. Like, you know, you can make some small changes, put it in place and figure it out. You can do that and see how it works out and see where you're struggling, see what's working, see what's not working and practice the words. Uh, the one thing oh, I didn't say this, once you figure out what your boundaries are, you have to start to put them into practice. And you're going to be so proud of yourself because you set your boundaries. And now all of a sudden you go out into the world and you're like, no, that's my boundary. And I'm not going to do that. And you're going to be met with a whole bunch of what the hell is that? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like how, what, what, why are you changing things? Because the people who are most upset 
from you having boundaries are typically the people who benefited the most from you having none in the first place. Let me say that again, if I can. The people who are most upset by you not having any boundaries are the people who benefited from you having none in the first place. So don't be shocked when people, the people who cause the most ruckus about you having a boundary are like, whoa, 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 what the heck? It's not your job to teach them. It's not your job to explain it. What you need to do is put these principles into practice and then come up with a couple of sentences that are your go-to so that when somebody says something, you have a response in your head, right? So you've got something figured out in your head that I am not going to respond to that. Um, Or I used to say like, unless you want to have a conversation, then I am not going to respond to that. Um, I used to say, unless you're going to come to my house and live in it for a week, you don't get a say because you're not here. Like you're not in my environment. You have to remember years ago when we were in the thick of our chaos, I am not joking when I say I had people come to my house to tell me how to handle the situation with our boys, to tell me how terrible I was handling it. I had people do that. People do it in the grocery store. I had people do it in the street. I had people come to my house and do it. And I don't have any resentment. I did for a long time. I don't anymore because I think that everybody was literally doing the best that they could at the time. And I didn't know what to do. So whatever. But my point is I got to this space of really starting to understand and step away out of the argument and look at it globally, like kind of look at it from above and realize that it wasn't about me at all. They were so stressed. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what to say. And I just was able to pull myself out of it and look at it that way. Did it hurt? Of course it did. But I learned how to come to that space. And it's really important to remember, like none of that was about me. It wasn't about me at all. And I had a saying that was very simple that unless you, I'm a little bit of a smart ass, but I used to say, I have worn my shoes the whole time. I don't think I've taken them off and I know you haven't worn them. So unless you would choose to wear my shoes, we don't have anything else to discuss. And you know what? Nobody want to wear my shoes. Why would anyone want to wear my shoes at that time? It was an absolute disaster and chaos. Nobody wanted to. So unless you want to wear my shoes, then we don't have anything else to talk about. And see how that's not done with this anger and resentment and this like screaming is just simple. Come up with a couple sentences that allow you to support you and your best self. They're not reactive. They are about you. You are taking ownership of your energy right now. You are taking ownership of your state and you are using words and language and vocabulary to protect that. So your words and your message are very simple in a sense that no, thank you. This is, you know, this is about me. This is what's best for me. I'm not going to respond to that and stay in that space. It will take time, but it will take the most time with the people who will challenge your boundaries the most. The people are going to challenge your boundaries the most. It's challenge. So what do you do? Nothing, nothing. You know why? Let's go back to the very beginning. These are your boundaries. This is all about you. This is what's best for you. It's not about everyone else. It's not. No one's coming in to save the day. No one's coming in to change it for you. Fix it. Nothing. No one is. This is all about you. So it doesn't matter if others don't get it because it's not their boundary. It's all about you. And I want you to make this about you because the change and the impact that you can make of how you show up in your life will make a massive difference. Just imagine 
how much energy you will have if you choose not to get involved in every fight that you're invited to. Imagine, imagine how much energy you would have. So I hope this message lands. This is a really, it's a longer mess. It's a longer podcast for me for my mindset one, but it's a really important topic. And I really wanted to break it down and help you to see how do you set boundaries and how do you create them and how do you make it work? Like, how do you work through it? And how do you work through people who aren't supporting it? And I want that message to land for you because I want you to live in this space where you are really honestly managing, owning your own energy, your own presence, how you show up. Because when we save your energy, you can use it for so much more good in the world and to use your gifts to make the difference that you are meant to make in your life and someone else's. I hope that message lands. I really hope you have an incredible week and I cannot wait to connect with you again. If you are on my, not on my email list, but want to be on, send me a message from this and we will add you. I have some very cool announcements coming up and what's coming on with the Radical Responsibility Mastermind. There is also a wheelhouse um, freebie that I am releasing that is going to help you to figure out where do I start with my business? Where do I, what is my wheelhouse and how do I figure it out? If you want access to that, let me know because it will be available in the next week and I will be sending that out. On that, have an incredible week. I would love to know what boundary you have decided to put in place and I would love to see how you do it. I would love to see how you do it and how it's going and let me know. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.